Hey, what's up? It's, uh, welcome to episode four of Meditations with Aman. Uh, I was thinking of something cheesy to add to that, but, uh, I guess the moment sort of slipped by. It's Monday again, Monday evening. Um, I'm in kind of a chill, relaxed state of mind right now. I've had a pretty hectic day. With the dogs and shit, but uh, for the most part, I've just been reading this book uh, and chilling, like um, and sort of recovering from the weekend because I had a horrible hangover last last night or yesterday. So there's that, but um, yeah, I'm basically chilling uh, the until I leave Delhi, which is on the second of Jan. Uh yeah, land life's good. Um I expect I'll be doing more of these uh before I head out. But there is something I wanted to uh talk about which I've been thinking about for a while. Um this episode is gonna be about uh I'm tentatively titling it The Resilience of the Human Spirit. Which is a very grandiose, very big, uh, hyperbolic title, uh, and I, which is funny because uh, for one, um, I usually find those kind of things very pretentious, but at the same time, there's some of those things that I kind of like, like this title and even the title of this uh, podcast, which I've talked about before. But um, yeah, so the idea is today we're going to talk about the human spirit. We're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about what that means. I'm going to talk about what that means to me and what I've been observing. Uh, and yeah, let's go from there. Cue the intro music. I guess I started thinking about this whole human spirit thing or what it is to be human and what it is to be human in the face of struggle uh, obviously since the whole COVID thing and I'm not going to um, focus this episode on COVID per se it's just going to be an episode on on what we as a species do when we have our backs back against the world and I'm, it's obviously a large generalization, but I'm just going to talk about things that I've observed. And so I started thinking about this within the context of where I am right now, which is Delhi. 
and i know these lot of these episodes have been about delhi and and my my uh, like longing and love hate relationship with this place but uh, i think delhi serves to be this perfect case for what what uh, uh perfect case to to see what this resilience of the human spirit is little bit of background india went through one of the harshest lockdowns during covid now they've opened up and they've opened up basically like completely so everything's open uh you know and and the idea is testing goes up people go back to work contact tracing isolation were needed uh hospitals remain at whatever and people can get their lives back to back in order in some level of normalcy masks everywhere etc that's the idea on paper there's obviously problems with implementation there's going to be deaths because it's a disease but uh it's probably the only option that this country has because it's you know this is a third world i'm obviously not i come from a decent uh background financially i am not one of the people who i'm going to be talking about and i don't think anyone i know personally is going to be one of those people i'm just talking about the everyday folk the people i see around me that have to fight that are struggling and i'm talking about their spirit um so people here th- things open up because people have to work the options were we open up and you maybe get this disease and you maybe die or we don't open up and you will definitely die of starvation because you don't have any money so lockdowns were only feasible for a short short period of time and uh, i'm not going to talk about the politics of this country people who know me know my views on this but the government had no other option but to open up after um after a certain period of time with the lockdown stuff and and that's that but uh f- when you take all the rhetoric away from and all the the bullshit that you see on the media whether it's biased one way or the other the media is all biased so whatever you read for the most part is going to be through this lens of a narrative that you either agree with or you disagree with and It's very rare to to see something like what I'm going to be talking about, which is just something about what we are as a species and what we are as human beings. And the reason why I'm talking about Delhi is because there's something like I talked about this in the previous episode. There's something about the energy of this place, and it's not unique to this place. I think it's through my own experience. I haven't seen it anywhere else, but uh, I'm sure. there's going to be other big cities in relatively poor countries uh similar to india like i'm imagining mexico like mexico city or you know um like a large capital city in any like third to second world country for that matter but let's talk about delhi for now there's something about the energy of this place it's 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 this uh blind stupid stupidity to the facts uh like 
for example the air here is horrendous you know like uh, i got into this huge argument today with my dad about the air here and and he was like basically saying that the air is bad only a couple of months of the year and i was like listen it gets worse those couple of years it's bad all year round and then i did a bit of research and whatever and based on for a little bit of context the air quality on average is at a moderate level according to the aqi which basically means it's not good that's how i see it so there's that but there's also this like energy or camaraderie that people that basically have to survive will they will like just keep going keep going regardless of what they face and the air th- air thing is just one example covid is another example there's something about the people that i encounter here whether it's the taxi drivers whether it's uh it's small business owners um the the sabzi uh the vegetable sellers the uh we have these tiny little shops on the side of the roads called panwadis which is basically like small department uh convenience stores but they're not attached to anything for the most part they're usually on wheels and they're not they don't have everything but they have the necessities like they can have they'll have some coke some water cigarettes the uh, chewing tobacco or whatever they have the equivalent of that here they have pan of course some more some of them do some of them don't they have snacks like peanuts chips uh they have basically that kind of like store but small scale and this is another thing you see like there's this one guy who lives near where i stay who um i just like every time i would go to him <clears throat> back in the day when i would buy cigarettes from him or or like rolling papers and shit he would it's this older like maybe in his 50s could be in his 60s uh muslim man who just sort of sits there and he i mean he's got that hustler entrepreneur spirit in that he's always on the go he's always on the move he's always doing something he's always busy but not busy for the sake of being busy like you could tell he's always doing something like he has got two phones that he's always browsing through his mind works like double the speed of anyone else and and back in the day i was still all right in in that i was very much a delhi energy type person like i could uh i mean i i just sort of adopted that spirit for myself as well that high energy hustle like no time for bullshit no time to chill and on and if you want to take the cliched view no time to stop and smell the roses i was very much that kind of guy but if that fellow uh met me today he would probably answer my questions for me before i could even do it for myself because i'm in i'm so slow and chill and like laid back these days especially after living in vancouver where the pace of life is like 3 kilometers an hour and delhi it's like 85 kilometers an hour you know so 
but yeah there's just something about that guy he stands out in my memory where he's just like constantly doing something he doesn't have time for bullshit he could have eight people around this tiny little four by four little stall uh, yeah stall that he has and he's not he's never looking at you in the eye and you feel that because he just doesn't have the time for it like he's like what do you want get the fuck out of here in essence and uh you know th- and he's just there throughout like he'll be there from probably 7 in the morning till about 11 at night and he's got two other people working with him i think one of the one of the guys is his kid and one of the guys one of the other guys is uh just another kid like an actual kid or probably like 13 or 14 years old who's the runner pretty much he'll go buy like the chai and the samosas for these guys when they need food and stuff like that and he's just one example but delhi is filled with people like this and especially now i'm starting to notice it a lot more where like just in my street today i was taking the dogs down for a walk uh and you know there's like manual laborers doing construction across the road from me no mask one guy doesn't have a mask the two people who do have masks it's doing they're doing the chin mask thing which already like this is what i mean by the blind stupidity in the face of facts they're doing they have the mask as a token as a novelty you know they they have it and indians are very much these kinds of people it's not just indians but i think indians represent this characteristic much better than most people that i've ever encountered we're very much a we will do as we're told but we will make it our own and we'll do as we're told but if we can get away with it we'll get away with it we'll get away with not doing it and that's what this chin mask thing is and it's beautiful it's so funny and hilarious to me to see this because clearly chin masks don't do anything for the fucking covid then why wear the mask at all oh we wear it because we have to the government told us to you know we have to it's the law but we don't have to because it's not going to be enforced so they put it down and but but as as like stupid as that is i don't blame them i don't judge them for it by any means because i for one i think it's really funny but more than it more than that i think i just don't know what their circumstances are like i don't know what their lives are like so when i see that i laugh because i am one of them in only in name like i'm indian that's it that's the only thing we have connecting uh each other to each other but uh you know in every other way we're so different um and 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 like the only other way for me to be reacting to something like that is through is with judgment and bitterness like it's your fault that india's cases are so bad but it's not it's not that person's fault he's just doing what he has to do to fucking live you know and again that's just to add one other example there's the chai walas and the samosa guys and the guys so basically the the all around the city and all around the country actually but all around the city there's these uh moving stalls of food that usually like set up shop in in one part of town and they usually just guys who make like uh, rotis uh, so like par um flat bread like naan uh 
with um, either like stuffed with like potatoes or radish or cauliflower and they're served to and they serve cheap and they make eggs they make some chai they make samosas some of them they make equivalent of that kind of food very very uh, fast paced turnover of the food uh, very cheap and obviously not the best quality in not the best quality by like you know michelin star standards but if you ask me i think it's some of the best food you could eat if you if your stomach can survive it because of the hygiene factor but point is those those guys are basically the people who ensure that the rest of the people in the rest of the daily wage workers the rest of the panwadi guys the rest of the taxi drivers the rest of the auto drivers the rest of the uh, department store guys can do their jobs because these guys the guys with the food stalls are the ones feeding the others and it's amazing how that whole cycle works like that construction worker i saw today probably goes to one of these guys if at all he gets a break or he'll have a packed lunch which they'll eat on site and it's usually the same food it's like a dal which is a little bit of curry uh and some rotis which is a flatbread um very rarely do you have like rice and stuff and what i find uh i i'm finding it hard to really word together the larger scale image i had in my mind when i first thought of this idea mostly because i'm not a good talker clearly i and i i don't have the words in me i don't have the vocabulary for it but i'm hoping some of it comes across in what i'm saying uh and if it doesn't i'll probably end up deleting this episode which is a shame because it is something i want to talk about um but it's it, okay so all these these cases that i just talked about these examples of people that i just brought up this city is littered with people like this and i'm not talking about like like it's unless you come here or you've been in an equivalent city to this it's almost impossible to really picture and truly understand and feel because the numbers are ridiculous there are over 20 million people in this city which already if you don't know what that is Uh, visually is impossible to understand because that number is just so fucking high and for anyone who's listening to this in like canada or the us uh that's not in like new york or la or i mean toronto doesn't even count but new york or la or like in in europe if you like london if you're not from these big cities it's very hard to understand uh that scale uh but i think what's so great about uh like this city is that all these people there's literally like maybe 10 15 of these types of uh food stalls panwadis uh you know taxi local spot taxi drivers or auto drivers that uh they're all like set up shop in a small maybe 1 km 2 km radius and then you go beyond that radius there's others of the same amount and then there's others and then there's others so you take one and you scale it up like 
thousand, maybe two thousand times, and then you get the a general idea of what it actually looks like, and that's only only for a small area. Then you take that two thousand times scale up, and you scale that up two thousand times more, and then that comes to close that comes close to trying to understand or picture what this city looks like. And the reason why I brought I'm bringing this this whole thing up is because when you look at the way the city is moving on a grand scale, like if if someone had the ability to take a drone shot of the entire city with with the with a camera that's able to zoom in all the way down to the street and see the people moving and then zoom out and see the city moving as a whole you, i imagine you would see like this weird supernatural like silver light uh energy connecting all the moving parts all the people moving in within and and i'm not i'm not talking about the elites i'm not talking about me sitting in my crib writing a talking into a fucking microphone about this i'm not talking about me i'm talking about the moving parts I'm talking about the people that actually hustle the ma- the people who matter the people who have to move if you're able to zoom in on all of them as they're moving the guys on the bikes the guys delivering the food you know the manual laborers the taxi drivers the guys working on the roads the policemen you would probably see this strange kind of supernatural protective force that ends up like uh creating this barrier over this entire city and i truly believe that that's not a, that doesn't mean it's i i don't mean it in the sense that it's actually protecting people from harm that's what i mean by uh resilience in the human spirit there's a real resilience there that doesn't necessarily mean protection it's just resistance and the reason i bring it up is because uh, or another reason i bring it up is because in our lifetimes so for any of my friends listening to this uh even people older than me listening to this it's it's hard to really understand what it was like during the world wars times or for me during the colonial period uh you know when there was a really grave threat of like you know we could lose all our freedoms we could die tomorrow and was we're now living in a time that's sort of like that or it's being sold like that like i generally believe you could die anyway like this like think about it you know the virus could wipe out the population there's absolutely no reason on earth that this covid thing was is only 1% fatality like it could very well have been 10% and then what you know we could have been fucked point being every day is a day every anything can kill you right and when you so that's the overarching my overarching view of things and i try and live my life in a way where it's like okay everything kill me how do i make the most of my time and obviously it's a very cheesy thing everyone knows everyone wants to live like that everyone's read a book telling you like hey live like you're this is the last day on your earth you know or you know what's that other fucking cheesy line do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life it's like 
listen, you fuck. That is one of the most cheesy things in the world to say because these people who I'm talking about, the ones who create this protective barrier over the city, they don't have the fucking ability or the luxury to sit down, take time, find what they love and then chase that dream. Like, they have to fucking hustle every day and I am in awe of that. I am in fucking awe of that. For one, because never in a day in my life have I had to struggle like that. I've obviously had my own struggles. We all have. And I'm talking about taking perspective from people who have it worse off than you to know that you don't have it as bad. Point being, the people who don't have the ability to sit down and meditate for, you know, a week in a fucking cave and then arrive with this refreshed sense of purpose those people the people who I've been talking about for the last 20 minutes all they have is their resilience all they have is their fight against time and they are actually living like they could die uh, in a day so so in that reality a fucking virus doesn't matter a virus really means nothing you know And again, we're not talking about the science here. We're not talking about the factual truth that the virus can kill people. I'm not a fucking COVID denier or any of that bullshit. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to understand these people, like other people's realities from what I'm observing. That's it. These are just my thoughts, obviously. And... This is just a, it's just another thing that occurred to me when I came here because like I said early on like this I've had a very love hatey relationship with this place I think I've just started to appreciate a lot of aspects of this place of Delhi specifically of India as a country of India as like if you want to say my country since I've been able to leave so since living abroad I really, really, really don't think I would be thinking and saying any of these things if I didn't, if I did still live here. Because, again, like, you lose a sense of perspective when you're in the thick of things. And I feel as though I've gained a sense of perspective on this place, especially since I've left. And what I see is, I think, is really beautiful. And I'm just using COVID as... An example. So, yeah. So, that's my little spiel about the resilience of the human spirit. Quick housekeeping notes before I end this. Uh, I've noticed at the end of a lot of these podcasts that I've already put out and including this one, that I sort of prematurely end these things and I generally have a lot more to say. But I find that this 20 to 25 minute to 30 minute range seems to be good for me at the moment. I find a good feeling of flow while I'm talking and while I'm saying what I'm saying. But I do imagine that in future episodes, if I have, if, for example, if I have guests on, and I will eventually have guests on, I imagine they're going to be longer than 25 minutes because it'll be more of a conversation and we can actually riff a little bit. 
but also i have a feeling that later on in future episodes there's going to be just expansions of these topics like i have a lot more to say about body and which i said which is who i spoke about last episode and i know i'm going to have a lot more to say about what i just spoke about today uh is the resilience of the human spirit so yeah that's the end of this episode 4 meditations with aman thank you for listening uh i take it easy also if anyone has any feedback over just a random shit you know uh my graphics for example uh criticisms they think i'm a asshole think i'm a douchebag send them my way you know and i guess i got to put out the plugs like it the instagram is meditations with aman facebook oh there's no facebook instagram is meditations with aman and podcast is available on spotify or apple music and anchor all right that's that <clears throat> peace out thanks for listening